continuing our discussion in Mark chapter 10, and uh, we're going to jump ahead a little bit from where we were last week. We were really talking about Jesus' interaction with the children, and uh, we're going to move ahead. We, we referenced it uh, as we looked at the beginning of Mark chapter 10, um, when the disciples, um, well, with the children, actually, when the disciples um, rebuked the people for bringing their children to Jesus, um, and uh, Jesus kind of, kind of like, man... These disciples. Well, here we have um, a few of them display um, some other uh, not so not another not so great moment. Um, we went to two big kids. Starting, yeah, <laughs> some childish <laughs> things that we're dealing with here um, in verse starting in verse thirty-five, and it's around a request of James and John, um, and uh, kind of interesting there, Becky. Uh, let you kind of just give your thoughts on this section um, towards the end of Mark chapter 10. Well, to me, it just amazes me how the, James and John had the gall or gumption to, to ask Christ if they could be, you know, one on the left, one on the right. Um, you know, that they felt, I guess, almost that they were important above anybody else to be able to take that position, you know, because what a worthy position I think it would be to be able to sit on the right and the left-hand side of God, you know, and, so it just amazed me that they, you know, that they um, felt worthy enough, I guess, to mm-hmm. to ask that. But um, how rude! <laughs> <laughs> but you know, how much are we, you know, going to kind of come back to us? You know, what we ask for, and you know, do we really we ex- have the right, what we expect and, and what we expect sure. exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh, but to see the disciples do it, you know, and realize, you know, they're not perfect, but you know, that they really had that nerve to, to ask that. And, Christ. Yeah. Yes, it's very. It uh, <laughs> I was trying to uh, trying to think here. There's there's another another place where we have um, we have a mother making requests for her children mm. in, in a similar fashion. Um, my coat fell. You're seeing my lovely uh, hole in my armrest over here as, as Becky was talking. That's why there's a little bit of a smile there in the middle of her <laughs> talk. Um, but yes, we see this uh, not so great moment in the life of the disciples, and actually there were many of them. They're, they oh, yeah. were only human, only human, just like <laughs> us. They they made mistakes, and you thought, sure. man, I think because they were with Jesus all the time, you kind of like expected a little bit more from them at times. Um, but uh, they really they had their their moments of uh, getting off track. Um, what's your thoughts on this? section Tiffany as you uh, were reading following, this and I, I agreed with Becky I think we had the same response when we read that but um, I like where he says to them but to sit on my right hand and on my left is not mine to give um, but it is for those for whom it is prepared I mean it's not mine to give you know and he's trying to teach them you know what hey uh, this is earned this is something to be worthy of I mean come on and, well, um, who it, we know who is on Jesus' left hand. We know who's on Jesus' left hand. Yeah. Yeah. Because we know that he's on somebody else's right hand, so that would mean right. <laughs> the left hand's already spoken for, and yeah, it's a pretty high, pretty high position there because <laughs> yeah. you know the Bible references that he's at the right hand, yeah. right hand the Father. Uh-huh. So 
the father's already got his left side, so right. you know, whoever was asking for the left side, really, they're really asking for quite was. a lot. <laughs> right. You're going to take the position of me. <laughs> yeah, but that that you know, when he says it's not mine to give, you know, it's just yeah. like kind of saying, you know, too bad, you know. It's, yeah. But I I just liked it, and I really liked how he talks about serving. Um, and whoever of you desires to be first shall be slave to all. Mm. You know, and he's you know basically saying, look, I am the son of God, and I'm down here sweating it out, and I'm doing the, the footwork, and we're getting out there. I'm doing it. It's We're slave to all. So if you want to be first, you will be last. Yeah, and that's actually what's interesting is uh, <laughs> Jesus um, just talked about that. Um, the rich young man section, which we didn't really talk a lot about. Um, you know, we have this, this young man comes and, you know, starts talking, you know, what must I do? Um, Jesus tells him basically, you know, give away everything, give it all to the poor, um, come and follow me, um, and you'll have eternal life. Um, and he left sad, it says, because he had a lot of stuff. You know, he had a lot of wealth, and, and he wasn't willing to, to get rid of that. What's interesting is the disciples were witnessing this. And okay. the disciples came to Jesus and uh, were talking to him about it. You know, he talks about how hard it is for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. But he ends with that, that whole thought. So he's teaching them through this, and he says, um, you know, many who are first will be last, and the last will be first. And he's, he's given them that whole perspective. And then, I mean, it, we're talking a couple of verses later, we have these time. disciples coming and asking for something special, you know, right. expecting something special. And, uh, wow, um, we see that the, the other disciples weren't too happy about it. Um, when the ten other ones heard about this, they became indignant with James and John. Um, so there was some squabbling going on to the point that, she, and it probably got pretty heated because, you know, how, how could you guys, you know, why do you deserve, you know, I'm sure it got ugly because Jesus brought them all together to deal with it. You know, so Jesus called them all together, um, and starts to talk to them and teach them again. Um, and, and basically says, even the son of man did not come to be served or to have anything special. He didn't come to be worshiped. He didn't come to be put on the pedestal. He didn't come sitting on a throne. He came to serve others and ultimately to die for them in uh, the most selfless act. Um, give his life as a ransom for many, it says in verse 45. Uh, and uh, and here you are <laughs> wanting something special, wanting, you know, expecting, you know, some great privilege. Right. And... Uh, that's something that even I have not, you know, done. So, want to kind of we've talked about what what's discussed here. Um, what I'm going to ask you a question. What are some expectations that Christians might have today that you know really we shouldn't be concerned whether we shouldn't, you know, shouldn't be an expectation that we have, but maybe that Christians have today. Any expectations um, that you think Christians have that they feel like they deserve or that they should have um, today? I think sometimes Christians have an expectation that life's going to be easy for them. 
you know, just because they're a follower of Christ that life's going to be easy, you know, but it's not. It's usually harder, you yeah. know, but just having that trust in God makes it a little easier. But It's harder and it's an better, you yeah, know, but it's, it's harder but better, yeah. you know, but have that expectation that nothing bad is Sometimes ever ignorance to is, yeah. is bliss, you know. Yeah. So I, yeah. there is some difficulty. Certainly Satan um, seems like, you know, as far as stumbling blocks and attacks, personal mm-hmm. attacks, when we're really doing well, sometimes we, we deal with some of those things that, that make things difficult. But I think that's true because a lot of times, you know, when we're praying for something, it's like, why isn't God answering my prayer? You know, why why doesn't God hear me? And inside you know, time and time again, he has shown himself. He has heard your prayers. It's just always in his timing. So then we have to be patient. And I think that's the hardest part is waiting sometimes. Expecting to happen right then and there. You think sometimes, uh, I, I notice this, just in sometimes how people pray, sometimes people expect God to... Um, to fix things or to deal with things the way that they want them to be mm-hmm. resolved. And that's a tough thing. Like, you know, God tells us to to come to Him, um, bring our requests to Him. Um, but I think a lot is revealed in how people pray. And I think a lot of people kind of do the God part on their own. You know, well, this is the best solution to this right now this is how it, and and they pray specifically for that um, <coughs> I don't know I guess I've found that I um, I've learned to pray more that God would show me you know I pray for the situation but for God's will to be done and uh, and maybe to help me understand his his answer his solution to the problem um, we've had uh, we had a a student in particular I'm thinking of that uh, dealt, you know, prayed for something really hard, um, a solution that she thought was the right solution and prayed specifically for that. And God didn't uh, answer in that way. And uh, it really frustrated her and put a lot of doubt in her mind. And, uh, and she's never really recovered from that. She really kind of turned her back on God at that point, and um, so a lot of times, I think we have our expectations of you know how God's gonna answer things and, and fix things for us. And it's not always His way, you know. I think as parents, as a parent, that has been the hardest thing for me mm-hmm. um, with my daughter. You know, to go through those teen years with her, and to know there was sneaking and mm-hmm. things going on with friends that we knew weren't good for her and it could be dangerous you know if kids are drinking they're driving and it was it was so hard because we would pray and pray and pray and pray and pray and you get so tired of praying and you just you see that child and you have so much love but you have so much frustration you're thinking god why aren't you answering and when you sit back and when i can look at the whole situation now it wasn't about us it was about her so we had to trust God and His timing to work in her life, mm-hmm. to work things out, to help convict her, to help to bring her to Him. And it was all in His timing with her, and it wasn't even about us. Mm-hmm. So He heard our prayers, but we had, let, we had to let go of it. You never know what's going to make the difference. Exactly, and I mean, it I've did. I've had a, a sibling that's, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, been a focus of prayer a lot, and... Uh, 
you know, there's been times where he's faced some serious consequences to some mm -hmm. things, uh, and you know, your first thought is to pray that, you know, he's rescued from those consequences, mm -hmm. that those things don't happen, that things work out, and, um, but you never know, you know, sometimes those consequences are the very thing that wakes somebody up, that speak to somebody, it's in those moments that God really works, um, so we just have to realize that God knows best, and, uh, maybe, getting what we ask for, uh, we, maybe we really don't want that, you know, I mean, because ultimately, God ignores sometimes our, you know, what we want, um, and, uh, and does what's best. Because, because you know what, I look at it as if we would have been able to fix certain things along the way, it wouldn't have been a, a clean fix. What he had to take her through made it a sure fix. And so it was better. And that's why I was sitting here thinking of Carrie Underwood's song, Jesus Take the Wheel. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't do this on yeah. my own. And you're just like, Jesus Take the Wheel. You know, it's like we have to get our hands off of it and trust mm -hmm. him. He knows the ultimate. He knows the ultimate outcome. And, and while we're going through it and sit back and say, you know, it's not about me. It's about that person I'm praying for. And God has to do a work in their life yet. Right. Mm -hmm. And it hurts like the Dickens to sit back and wait. But it's the best thing. Any final thoughts, Becky, as we wrap up? Um, so we shouldn't be too hard on James and John, I guess. Yeah. We, we, uh, <laughs> it's kind of like the, you know, you look back at like the Israelites, and oh, do they frustrate you sometimes. You, you see just, but man, you know, sometimes we model that same, those same characteristics in our own life in different ways. Um, we don't recognize it maybe, <laughs> but right. um, we, uh, you know, we, we all all deal with the same things, and we all at times have expectations of God or, um, you know, things that we feel we deserve, you know. And sometimes, you know, I being in ministry, and you know, sometimes there's times where you just think, you know, we really deserve, you know, a car that's reliable, you know. Like, <laughs> you know, God, certainly that's not, you know, unreasonable to, you know, to really expect something like that. We're, all we're doing is using our vehicle for ministry all the time. And, um, we just need to be careful that, you know, we, we recognize that um, it's then not about us. Then when you get us. that new vehicle, you're so grateful and yeah. you appreciate it so much. Yeah, and it, God certainly does take care of our needs, you know. And a lot of times the things that we're asking for, like, honestly, I mean, seriously, is it really a big deal if, you know, you get some privileged seats, you know, I mean, just yeah. to, just to be with Jesus and to, to be in heaven someday, and um, is that enough? It should be enough for us, I think, but uh, a lot of the things that we want aren't important, they're not necessary. I mean, sometimes we have some, some big things, but a lot of times, you know, with time, looking back, there's so insignificant some of the things that we really want and desire of God um, but uh, yeah we all have our James and John moments great discussion as uh, in the last few weeks here as we've looked through 1 Corinthians um, and did Mark a little bit and uh, thank you guys for joining us